Happy holidays. Happy holidays, everyone. Cheers. Wow, the least festive. What the? What a Grinch. I'm a little depressed, okay? Ever, you're the only one that I know who has anything resembling Christmas. Family decided, nope, we're not going to do a wreath. We're not going to do a tree. We're going to do a fake plastic white tree. You should just take it into your own hands and make things festive. That's too much work to do it alone. One person's loss of happiness is another's. Since it's, you know, almost the end of the year and we need to leave these people behind, let's talk about relationships. We want to acknowledge that there's the toxic people in our lives and leave them in 2019. They're not coming with us to 2020 because 2020 is perfect vision, okay? And we're going to have perfect vision of our perfect future and they don't belong (laughs) They've been a part of it. 2020 is our year and we, we don't have time for this toxicness and dragging us down okay well i've known i've known i know that all three of us have experienced toxic relationships of sorts i for one can say yes not only personal relationships but at least the work as well i mean not like directly with someone but just the vibe of the work environment that was negative so All I have to say is for those of you who are surrounded by negative people to just cut that shit out of your life. (laughs) Get straight to the point with that. Just cut them out of your life. Because if it's coming to the point where you're really sad, really depressed about it, and you're just questioning yourself, you start to feel bad about yourself, and just not feeling happy overall. It's not good for your mental health. It's not good for the people, the positive people that are surrounding you. You don't want to spread it around. So just get rid of them. I know sometimes that it is hard, especially if you do have a relationship with someone that you've known for years. And it's always behind in your head that, you know, we, this person and and I have history. Maybe they're just you know, having a rough patch, but if this has been an ongoing thing for a long time and you have done everything to correct it and the person's not willing to meet you halfway on it, then I don't think it is worth it to even salvage because it's just too energy draining and you want to focus all your energy on things that are positive. And that is one thing that I learned this year is you have to, you have to be able to take care of yourself make yourself happy and if it means cutting those people out then so be it but you you have to be able to think of yourself first at times especially when it really does deal with your mental health you want to keep yourself happy and maintain that positive environment i'm telling you once once you start to surround yourself with like-minded people i guarantee that your daily life is gonna be a whole lot better than it was before so you i know it's hard to make those decisions but sometimes you you just have to do it so my question is how do you know you're in a toxic relationship because the lines blur when you're in it and i can speak from experience that my relationship was toxic we probably shouldn't have been together 
we still are and things are better. It's not toxic anymore. It's we help each other grow. So how do you know exactly when to put your foot down and say no? And how do you know when you're actually in a toxic relationship? Because others might see it and you might not. But then again, you're the one that's involved. So you're the only one that would know. I guess speaking from a romantic point of view, yeah, only you yourself would know if it's going to be toxic or or not no one else can decide that for you but i i guess it would just have to come down to how is this you have to think about it like how is this person making you feel every day do they do they add to your happiness they're not your hat your overall happiness but they have to add that happiness element to your life if you feel like they're not doing that or they're not supporting you or it's just an ongoing thing. Problems keep occurring and, you know, you're just not feeling good about yourself. I think that's the biggest thing. If It's always you're encountering something with this person or it's always like, oh my gosh, what what else is going to happen? Like, what what else is the problem? I feel like that is a good indicator that it is toxic. Are you always questioning why you're always with this person why does this person do this? Why do they do that? Why are you not happy? And then again, all you have to say is, even though you may have history with this person, when it comes down to it, you really have to reevaluate the pros and the cons. And yeah, if that person does add to your happiness, they're not your overall happiness. They just add to it. They shouldn't take away from your overall overall well-being, your serenity, I guess. For me, another thing would be that if people around you are telling you that the relationship you're in is not healthy, to also use that as like a red flag to step back and kind of look at it. Because I know that in my previous relationship, I didn't think of it as toxic until someone told me, someone explained it to me because in the moment you're just kind of like you may not be happy but you're also like I can fix it I can make it better it'll work out it's fine or they make you think that your guys's relationship is what it's supposed to be and what it's supposed to look like so you're kind of like this force-fed like this lie and you're believing that you're happy even though you kind of really aren't and you needed somebody should just tell you that what they're doing is wrong and then I mean you have to listen to them and actually think about what they said and take a step back for a little bit and really evaluate that relationship with that person and like is it really is it really toxic is am I really happy yeah I think if your family or friends notice a change in your behavior and it's for the worse it's more negative I guess, then that's also a good indicator that, hey, there might be something wrong. Your family and friends, they know you the best, so if they sense a change in your mannerisms or just your overall personality, then, yeah, it could mean that you're in a toxic relationship. But then there are those people that I know that they know that they're in a toxic relationship. They know it. But they're not doing anything to get out of it. How would you guys... 
what what advice would you give to them for those who who are having a hard time in letting go? Oh, that's a hard one. Cause I mean, you could you could you could tell them all you want, but that doesn't mean they're gonna listen to you. That doesn't mean that they want it to change. It it, it also really really depends on uh toxic. Um, because abusive is still toxic, but when you're in like an abusive relationship, it's the abuser really has a lot of the control. They're really in your head, so that's really really hard. You know what I mean? But if you're just on on a very basic, just toxic level, it's just, I think, showing them what their life should be like, what it could be like, friendships that they could have, relationships that they could have, and that they really don't need to settle for the dirt that they're being given. Lauren, for your toxic relationship, how did you just kind of like, screw it, I'm done? Oh, I cut them off. No explanation, no nothing. Just cut them off. It came to the point where I really just couldn't take it anymore. And I was always wondering, you know, why would this person do this to me? And why would they do that? Why would they talk to me like this? And I, in my head, I was trying to internalize how I was going to solve it. How... How could I reach out to this person so that they would understand my feelings? And even when I did that, I vocalized it. They still kept doing the same shit. And I had to... I want to say it was a hard decision. It was a pretty easy decision because it it just got to the point where I just didn't want to take it anymore. And I shouldn't take it anymore. So I literally blocked them. I took them off social media, blocked them through Verizon, just did everything. And although, you know, there were some good memories, I don't think it would really trump all the the bad memories that I had. And once that I took that person out, I really saw how I began to be more happy I didn't feel so depressed anymore and I didn't feel that I that I was at fault for anything I literally just cut them out and you don't have to do that I know some people would rather give an explanation but I felt at the time that it was best for me that I did it that way I don't think I would change the way that I did it but yeah, that's that's basically how I did it. How did you realize this person was toxic, though? You just knew. I I just knew that if I saw my other friends starting to, you know, kind of step back from that negative energy, and I'm starting to look at it, and my parents start to notice it. Feel my parents are like the biggest like they'll they'll know when I'm starting to be like okay I am not myself if they start to notice that hey this person is kind of being a dick and yeah but I I think I I knew I I know myself the best and I know things I'm not going to tolerate 
So I, yeah, I did it. And I'm telling you guys, I'm a whole lot better. Trust me, I guarantee it. Quick question though for Lauren. Uh, because I know one of your toxic relationships that we've been, one specific one that we've been talking about without mentioning things. But like, that person would talk down to you and call you names or whatever. I do that to you sometimes. What's the difference? I can hear the maliciousness in this person's voice. You know, I I feel that people can tell when you're saying it in a joking way or you're saying it in a condescending way. That That was how I took it. If I feel that you're using a tone that's kind of like, okay, yeah, you're not joking or you really mean it. Or you're saying it just to make me feel bad or just to make yourself feel good. And yeah, but I, I kind of just based it off of this person's tone and their actions. And I was like... Their intentions behind it? Yeah. You know, I, I feel like your tone, the tone in your voice is everything because that's how people are going to perceive you. They look at your face, but then they hear your voice. So, you know one or the other but I I could tell that at times this person would just the way that they would say it would really piss me off so bad that I would just go home really angry and I don't want to go home angry I, I feel like I'm a pretty laid back go with the flow kind of person and the simplest things make me happy but it, it's those kinds of things that really make me angry when that I did nothing to upset this person or to wrong them in any way. So I was always thinking to myself, what what did I do to get this kind of response from you? Or why do you have to talk to me in such a condescending way that you can't just say it in a civilized way if you're irritated about something, you know? I All I wanted was respect not not to be talked down upon because i was like harley and i give you shit all the time for not knowing that your car needed oil i mean that that that's different but it's just the way that this person said it i knew that they're trying to make me look like i'm a dumbass or they're trying to really make me feel bad about myself when i really shouldn't and then blowing things way out of proportion to this podcast in Himalaya if you're not you're totally missing out Himalaya is a great podcast listening app it's super easy to use whether you're new to podcasting like us or a seasoned podcaster Himalaya makes it super streamlined so you can upload and get your episodes out as smooth as spreading butter on bread on Himalaya you can easily share episodes and even curated playlists not only that but we're on Himalaya so what more reason do you need to join I think another thing to add to that is um, not like, or if the other person constantly brings you down, Lauren kind of mentioned that, but my other thing was, I had someone who I thought was a great friend, but then you hear the stories about talking behind other people's backs, putting everyone else down, placing themselves as number one 
in your life and that's it and anything below that is unacceptable and then where it gets complicated i think is in the good times and the bad times sometimes it was equal with this person so on the flip side they're always there for me no matter what um they'd make the time making a priority but then on the other hand there's also treating everyone else like crap that's around you um them kind of saying who's good for you who's not good for you dictating what you should do the decisions you should make um and it's great that they're there with you inviting themselves to your date yeah, inviting yourself themselves to your date. Great, it's your anniversary. Quick story on that. It's your anniversary. Congratulations. So where are we going? Let me just let you guys ponder that for a minute. Where are we going with you, me, and your boyfriend? For your guys' anniversary. Damn. Yeah. It got to be a little too much. It got to be really demanding. And I wasn't even on, I didn't even have time to myself anymore. And it became a, let's do this, let's do that. I'm totally behind you. And it's great to have that support. It's great to have someone there for you all the time and who's fully supportive of the things that you want to do. But it also becomes another thing when you also hear, oh, so-and-so said this about about me and -and so-and-so said that about me. And it just, I would always hear it through the grapevine of what, this person would say about other people, about my own friends. Um, it's almost like almost trying to feel, make me feel isolated. I don't think that was the intent. And thankfully, I had good friends, so that didn't happen. But then it's another thing when you start hearing, on top of everything, it's another thing when you start hearing that person say, oh, Harley and I had this and that. Oh, Harley and I had that and that. No, I didn't say that. I didn't see you. I haven't seen you. We haven't done anything. And it's just like, you need to stop. And then to feel so ingrained in my life to the point of comfortably saying, asking, new boyfriend. So what's your sex life like? What do you guys do? What do you like to do? What are your preferences? Like, if you ever watch porn, do you have your preferences for that? What, what positions do you suggest? Mind you, I didn't know these things. It came out. Real quick for... Oh, gosh, tongue-tied. Real quick for clarity. Harley is... What Harley's saying is, like, that's questions that she, her, her toxic friend would ask her boyfriend. Like, when Harley's not around, just, like you know, overstepping boundaries. It's not Harley asking her own boyfriend. (laughs) (laughs) And that's also coming from a friend saying, I think I like, or I think your boyfriend's really cute. I would date him. Yeah, I totally feel comfortable with you asking him questions like that, especially when you know our communication is really crappy. Like now, if something happened, if you guys asked questions like that, I really wouldn't care. We're in a much better place now and trust the trust is there and stuff like that. But I mean, when you're early into a relationship, 
and you have a friend who says, I think your boyfriend's attractive, who asks questions like that, and it looks like and sounds like it's being swept under the rug, those are red flags. On top of all the other red flags that I ignored, because on the flip side, it's, oh, this person really has my back. Should anything happen? She'll drop anything, depending on like, what the situation is, and she'll make her way. Um, if I'm feeling really distraught, then she'll be there. And if I'm in trouble, she'll be there. And it's things like that. And that's kind of where I could see others having an issue with recognizing if your relationship is toxic. Because overall, it doesn't, it doesn't look like it. When it's good, it's great. It doesn't feel like it. But it's those little things, those little red flags, and the voice behind, or voice in the back of your head that you have to listen to and try to take a step back and look outside in and figure that out. And I know it even got to the point where this person was putting Christy and Lauren down, and then it would be even said to my face. And I actually had them listen in on that call. Like, you, you don't do that. They didn't even do anything to you. They don't even say anything about you other than, I think you're really nice. And instead yeah. it's, I don't even remember what she, what she was complaining about for you guys. Uh, I remember this because we were in the car. You were driving and the three of us were together. You guys didn't believe me. Because she's <laughs> always so nice to us. And an angel. Always, always so sweet. Always giving us compliments. And then uh, she called, and you were like, I'm going to put you on speaker. Don't talk. Pretend you're not here. Don't say anything. And then you put her on speaker, and then she asked, like, what you were doing because she wanted to hang out with you. And I want to say we were going out, like, maybe Pearl Ridge or something. And you were like, oh, I'm already out with Harley and Lauren. Or Harley and Lauren. <laughs> I'm out with Christy and Lauren. And she just, like, shit talks us, like, you know... They always take you away from me. They don't want you to hang out with me. You don't make time for me. It's all their fault. Like, all of a sudden, just she also mentioned something about weight, too. And I remember, Lauren, that was, like, the first time you openly swore. I don't remember that. I was surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. I just remember I was in the back seat, and Lauren is in the front, and Lauren and I are just, like, looking at each other, like, what the fuck? Like, bitch, you just did not say that. Like, I don't like to face people like that. Messed up. And for the record, to this day, I still hear things here and there, and it sounds like we still hang out, but we really don't. <laughs> That's how bad that it is. Mind no, you, it's really funny because whenever I see her, she's like, oh, how are you doing? I'm like, oh, really good. And if she asks about you, I'm like, oh, I haven't really seen her. Like, we're both really busy right now, but we still talk to each other once in a while. And she, like, pretends. Like, she freaking hung out with you. Like, oh, yeah, we hang out. We go to lunch sometimes. And I'm like, bitch, I know you haven't seen her in the past, like, <laughs> two, three, four years at least. <laughs> like, you's lying through your teeth. So, yeah, that's one example of a tough, toxic relationship that you may not realize. But listen to, be open-minded and try to step outside if something doesn't feel right if you don't feel right take a step back and try to look at your relationship with the perspective of looking outside in and you'll probably see some things that you never saw before of course when it comes to romantic relationships that's something different 
it's almost like you're blinded, then what that person does kind of affects you and how you react, but then your reaction might be adding to the toxicity. That's where it gets complicated. Real quick, just playing the devil's advocate again on your, on her relationship or your relationship with her. What's the difference or what was the difference? Because you let me hang out with Nick, like just me and Nick. Like you would let me and Nick just go out together. Like what's the difference between me and Nick hanging out versus her and Nick hanging out? For one, I did not have any red flags with you to begin with. Two. We already had, like, a, I have a problem with trusting people. It's severe. And with you and Lauren, it was kind of already established. So I would trust you to be alone with him versus someone brand new and someone telling me I, I like your boyfriend. And, yeah, I think that that's... And we've come a long way since, but I think that was a lot of it. I kind of just trusted you. And I also know that, like, you've proven yourself to me over the years that I can trust you. And you're not two-faced, backstabbing, all the things. Oh, my heart. <laughs> so sweet. You would text me, like, I'm with Nick right now. I'm like, okay. So cool, I might see you guys later. So that was always a treat versus... Oh, and then you would say, okay, so he's going, or you would, you would always give me, like, a heads up or something, versus my finding things out, hearing things from other people, and then confronting them about it, and then it's almost like lying. I can't stand that. I'm in a happy place now. I think even right now, like, I trust him, too. So, my only request is... If you meet someone of the opposite sex and you want to go hang out with them one-on-one, I'd like to meet them first. Just just to meet them first. See where their head space is. I think that was the biggest thing. Granted, I'd feel a little funny, but at the same time, it's just like, uh, it's whatever. I also would like you to get along well with him and vice versa. So that way we could hang out and stuff. And what do you know? He fits the trio. Just like Kiala fits the trio. Imagine all the things. Imagine what's going to happen in one year after him hanging out with Brian and Nick. What? All the doors are open. There, there are no closed doors anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing is off limits. <laughs> I mean, Kyle is an open person, but, you know. Yeah, but that's between you and him. What's between you and him will eventually make weed its way out to me and Christy. Just be prepared for that. Well, it won't. Oh, that's what I thought. And then, you know, lo and behold. Thanks, Nick. <laughs> it, it happens eventually. They, they don't tell us all the details, but it's fine. I, we already know that that's probably what they talk about. <laughs> Just occasionally awkward weirdness. It's okay. Just be prepared, Lauren. That's all I can say. Okay. Be prepared for the event. It might happen. Because it won't. Oh, yeah. Just like you two won't ever get into an argument. Because it won't. Don't forget to catch us on Instagram at Just Without Podcast. 
we are thinking about maybe starting a YouTube channel because we think it'd be kind of fun and another platform where we can just interact with you guys and we can do really fun things too. To see our beautiful faces for the first time. And not just our sexy voices. Um, but let us know. Hit us up on Instagram or something. Let us know what content you might want to see from us. We're really open to just about anything for the most part. Anything lifestyle, cooking. What about what we have on the book so far? Sorry, what? You want to tell a little bit about what we have on the book so far? A lot of cooking videos and a lot of mukbangs. <laughs> <laughs> um, we are all very passionate about eating. Okay, so mukbangs sound really fun. And we like to cook and stuff, so there's a lot of cooking things in there. ASMR sounds intriguing because, you know, sounds are just really satisfying. Um, we are also thinking about maybe doing vlogs. We don't live together or anything, but, you know, we can, we can make something work. And uh, what is the other one like? Uh, I don't know how to word it, but, like, um... Say I'm turning 30. I'm not, but just say I am, okay? Not say I'm yet. turning <laughs> Say I'm turning 30 next year. Okay, and you want to do a 30 by 30 list. So like, you know, 30 things you want to do before you turn 30. We're going to do something like that. Um Harley over here, young spring chicken, 26 or no, sorry, 27 by 27. Lauren and myself will be 28 by 28. Um, but we figured it would be really fun to just come up with, like, a list of things that we would want to do. And then, you know, we can vlog it throughout the year and all of that. Stuff like that. Uh, but, yes, let us know if that's something that you guys are interested in. Um, we're still thinking about it. Um, but, yeah. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye. Bye.